Have there ever been moments when you've been tempted to think that life is treating you unfairly? Well, we've probably all experienced that feeling at one time or another in our lives. And one of the reasons that we so often fail to achieve our goals is that somehow we block our ability to do so. Something deep down within our own life condition is working in a negative response to outside forces. And although we may put in exhausting amounts of energy to achieve something, we don't quite make it. The result is that often we experience a crushing blow to our ego and to our hopes and dreams for a better life. And when we keep getting knocked in this way, we start to give up on our goals and our dreams and aspirations. Which is a shame because we all have great potential within us. We each have the power to change things and improve our lives beyond measure. And we can begin from this moment in time. And that power inside us is the very core of our own existence on this planet. We just need to learn how to honour and respect ourselves and our relationships and our environment. Today I shall be talking to a lady who oozes exuberance, confidence and positivity, who's been helping people over the age of 30 who've lost their mojo, assisting them to reconnect to their inner power through a deeply insightful assessment and bespoke coaching programme. She is a successful businesswoman who's travelled the world solo to teach others to become free from judgement, attachment and fear. She has boundless energy and enthusiasm for life and she describes herself as a trusted, energetic guide. Please welcome certified coach and master practitioner in energy leadership, Christina Lord. I didn't even know you could do this, Diane. This is very exciting. This is great. It's always wonderful when we get that connection because sometimes sometimes it just doesn't work. Oh, right. I see. And I, I have I, no I, idea why. Yeah. Well, this is fantastic, Diane, because so yeah. I've got my podcast on Anchor and I didn't know oh, you could right. send the link. So you've just taught me something, oh. which is great. Oh, that's absolutely brilliant. Oh, Christina, it's a real pleasure yeah. to invite you on to today's programme. Thank and you. And we've, we've connected fairly recently through Facebook, didn't we? Yes, we did. And I have to say, Christina, that watching your podcasts and interviews, you know, I'm, I've been impressed by your absolute authenticity and positivity so much that I thought it would be really great to invite you onto the show and discover more about your work and your passion for helping others through your coaching program. So where did that passion and exuberance for helping oh. others originate from? I know that'll be a long story, Christina, <laughs> but can you, can you identify where that came from? Yeah, well, I just want to first say thank you for inviting Aww. me. Uh, it's You're just such, such a pleasure um, to, to be invited, right, and to, to connect with you on here. Um, okay. And so, oh, where did all that passion come from? It's funny because 
I think when I look back, because hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, I've always been interested. I've always been intrigued um, in learning how people tick. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been probably got as long back as, you know, probably being a child, if I'm honest. Um, and through my, you know, years of education and then going into work, uh, as many people do, they follow this path of, right, well, that's that's what I'm interested in. So that's what I should do. Mm-hmm. And so for me, my path started off as a bit of a creative one. Um, so I led, I was led through this creative love um, and studied um, at university, a graphic design degree and some marketing and then kind of blew into this whole world of, of advertising and uh, fast paced marketing agency land and kind of away my career went. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't really until... Uh, well, two years ago specifically that I retrained um, to become a certified professional coach. So um, the why there I'll quickly touch upon is I want to I wanted really to help me and who I was six or seven mm-hmm. years ago. Yes, because you, you left you left your business. You were successful in a career as well, weren't you, Christina? Mm, yeah, I. Uh... And you went on this this world travel for your solo mm. in, in in this essence of finding yourself was that was that at the same sort of time as leaving as leaving your job and going into the coaching uh, practicing or yeah great question uh it wasn't actually so <clears throat> my my precursor so my to my travel that happened when i was 35 so up until then I'd uh, I followed the the blueprint of happiness, you know the the blueprint mm. we all get handed, that yes. like this is how to create a happy life where you kind of yeah. you get your tick boxes of, you know you get uh, you meet somebody or you get an education, then you meet somebody, then you get a job, and then all of the tick boxes, and yes. uh, I was vigilantly attached to my blueprint and thinking, well, this is what I'm going to follow. And then over time, it happened quite slowly, so it was undetectable. I just got this sense of losing kind of a sense of meaning and purpose over over mm. time. And I started finding myself asking the question, is this it? Is this, mm-hmm. is this life? Because I think I, for a lot of people, and maybe a lot of people listening might resonate with this, I think in your 20s, you're, all, you're so forward focused that you believe that by 30, you'll have it all figured out. Like yes. when, when we get there, I'll have it all figured out. And that's so untrue. <laughs> it's so untrue. You're right. <laughs> Absolutely. And you, do you kind of focus more on helping people? Is it women or, or businesses? Is mm. um, people over the age of 30, Christine, I was looking at your bio mm. um, and also businesses, I presume. Mm-hmm. Um, professional industries as well um so so do, do you kind of connect and with a range of individuals ac- across the spectrum then yeah the yeah I do I mean I, I I would guess really the what I would start by saying is that my my want and need for my own self-discovery led me you know that year of travel I did 
Mm. I kind of hit the refresh button because I think I hit such a low and, and I'm a, I'm a walking um, stereotype in that or cliche, shall I say, that it was actually the end of a 16 year relationship that shook me awake and mm. often like real change and real change in direction is precursed by a challenge or by some kind of rock your world yes. happening. Um, yeah. And for me, that was the end of my relationship. And in hindsight, there were many red flags. Um, and I saw that I actually ignored those because I was fearing change, because my life was so embedded into the mm -hmm. way that it was built that the thought of leaving any of that scared the bejeeb bejeebas out of me. Mm -hmm. And then when I then I, I, my, my year of travel really was designed to just get me way out of my comfort zone because I felt like my pulse had gone. This was to almost like restart me. Um, and it was only then, well, well, a good two years after my travel that I actually was working in the US um, on a contract uh, for a, uh, a company that I was working for who um, worked with retailers. And mm. I came across coach training while I was <clears throat> working in the US. And um, over that time period, I'd learned to myself, um, to like tune into my intuition more than being ruled mm -hmm. by my head. Because my yeah. natural affinity was to um, overthink yes. and to ruminate. <clears throat> and so over a lot of time, I realized that, no, I, I need to do a step change. I need to follow something that is actually far more meaningful to me. And I think, mm -hmm. you know, to answer your question about then who now do I work with, primarily it's, it's individuals. Um, the bit of work that I do with business is, is more teams. Um, yes. But it is to ultimately help remind people of who they are who each of yes. that that we're not all exactly the same you know this we're not all the cookie cutter of each other we all actually mm -hmm. do have very different sets of values um and very different drivers and beliefs and all of those subconscious things that develop us as how we show up in the world and i think that affects how we show up in our relationships how we show up at work you know, how we show up yes. in, in every facet uh, of our lives. So what I specifically specialize in is helping people increase their, their self-awareness and remind them yeah. that they have a choice. Well, there's an interconnectedness in everything really, mm. isn't there, Christina? I, I've worked as a holistic practitioner for 30 odd years mm. now, working with energy, but not in the scientific way that, um, you know, can be measured. However, it's this intuition, which you talk a lot about in your videos, don't you? That arises as a feeling within your body mm. that only we can experience it. It's a gut instinct, instinct, intuition, which there's an immediate understanding of something that there's no need to think it over and get another opinion. It's like something that, <clears throat> excuse me, that is just is indirectly, it's, it's our core feeling. Mm. And all things arise from that place, don't they? All, all motivation, all change, everything mm. ultimately arises from that feeling. And often those feelings are deeply, deeply uncomfortable, oh, yeah. aren't they? 
takes that place of feeling really blocked or mm. stuck to 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 create a change yeah and ultimately that's what you you did didn't you in your relationship and a lot of people resonate with that I mean certainly I'd, I'd, mm. I do um, as I look over my mm. own life mm. and this natural progression of um, in your life in your work from your marketing side and the work that you previously did into your energy culture and what I'm really interested in as well is what's the difference between kind of energy coaching and the consultancy mentoring aspect of personal development I mean is it all interlocked mm, great question yeah I mean essentially I mean it, there's a huge gambit of coaching and I think coaching in general as an industry is growing we're seeing that mm -hmm. I mean in America it's you know kind of commonplace but certainly in Europe <clears throat> and outside uh it's it's growing in popularity um yeah I think I would say that um you know to take your point about the intuition piece is that fundamentally it's this inner knowing and I think it's yes. trained out of us you know you I'm, I'm often mm. you know I, I look at my, I've got two nieces, two beautiful nieces, five and eight. Uh, and they actually, they live in New Zealand. My sister moved over there uh, 10 years ago, but she, um, she brought them back over last summer. And it hit me when I was playing with them, just how intuitive they are. Like kids are just yes. so instinctual because they haven't yes. got all this conditioning yet. Uh, I often term intuition as this inner knowing um, and what I've realized is, you know, we're, we're born with this intelligence, this deep intelligence that is inside of us. Mm -hmm. And then we grow and we learn as children and our parents, you know, which often they're parenting based on how they were parented. And we get to school and we grow up and we get to kind of eight or nine and we're told, we're trained to trust people outside of us and to trust our mental capacity over our inner knowing. So we're almost conditioned to disbelieve how we intr intrinsically feel. Mm -hmm. And we basically move our attention and our focus to our heads. And I see that in doing that, and certainly people who I coach and partner with, be that personal one-to-one -one or in a, in a corporate setting, is there are a ton of people that have still, they've, they've almost from childhood just not allowed their instinctual part of them to, to be in the mix of the party. They're led by their brains and by their minds. Um, yes. and, and ultimately it, it's limiting. Yeah. It's, it's hugely limiting and it can in time, and this is different for everybody, right? But I think in time we can see that where they're suffering, uh, and I've read something recently, uh, and it just described it beautifully. Tara Brock, who's um, a meditation teacher in the US, talks about suffering is a sign of an unmet need. Yes. And I think it's so true, because for me personally, I got more and more disengaged from my life, because unbeknownst to me, I was following and living uh, my life by somebody else's rules by somebody else's values because I didn't know what mine were 
or I've, yes. I'd kind of almost gone too far away from mine over time and go figure I felt misaligned I felt disconnected and uh, purposeless I think a lot of these um, conditioning programming from childhood set up um, schemas psychological behaviors and addictions in later life rooted to those earlier programs you know to mm. the lack of um, closeness love um, relationship uh, that we we kind of didn't have that uh, bonding early mm. on in in our lives, and I guess um, for for you for coaching is is getting to the the root of the core of the individual's challenges, isn't it? By identifying and shifting those inner thoughts and beliefs and emotions that block mm. the um, the life unfolding, the success we would say, but broadly speaking, you know, mm. just the folding of life you know just to be happy with life because people are often seeking you know such grander things but really in everyday situations it's those things that present the deepest pain often for people in their relationships with their family um with their with their own inner selves mm. would you say yeah I mean I think what, along with that conditioning that you're talking about I think a lot of the time we're also taught that um, hard emotions are bad and we shouldn't experience them in fact we should mm -hmm. we should distract ourselves or we should ignore them or we should mm -hmm. run away from them like we run away from ourselves we leave ourselves in times when actually in times of distress that's when we need to come home to ourselves and I think we're conditioned to numb and to distract, whether that's food, alcohol, like pick your distraction, pick yeah. your numbing agent. I think for a lot of people, they begin to believe that this, well, this is just the way things are. And this is the way I cope. This is the way I deal with things. And I, I often um, talk about the, the type of coaching I do, I term as therapeutic coaching because I think many people look at coaching and think, oh, it's all about goals and yes. um, holding sure. people accountable and challenging people. And it, yes, that's a big part of coaching, absolutely. But the other side of energy leadership coaching is actually, as you rightly pointed out, Diane, it's really about actually what's underneath that belief, what's mm. underneath that feeling. Because until you go to the source, then... Yeah. You, it's always going to be a reoccurring problem. Um, you know, I often use the analogy of, well, there's two. One of them is, you know, if you were experiencing a flood, you wouldn't just keep uh, getting endless buckets out to collect the water. You would find the source of the flood and you would stop the source of the water once yeah, and for all. Yes. Yeah. Um, one of my other favourite, favourite quotes that I'll share um, as you mentioned, you know, these hard feelings are challenging to go to because it's scary, right, to be vulnerable and to go into these hard feelings. Yeah. A lot of what I share with my coaching clients are that actually the treasure you seek is in the cave you fear to go into. That's nice, hmm. isn't it? Yeah. And it's, it just says so much because actually on the other side of fear, is is mm -hmm. is your truth and it's a hell of a lot less scary than you think it is so it's shifting thoughts and feelings so that you can 
well improve life um thoughts and feelings create the energy throughout our body don't know the vibrations mm. from this energy mm. act upon our moods and confidence that's that's the ultimate isn't it yeah and i think to know that actually we're a blend of all these energies and there's i, I would kind of say you know there's no good or bad right or wrong energy it's True. energy that is you know it gives you an advantage and energy that maybe gives you a disadvantage and i think where it becomes challenging and we get in our own way is when we are not conscious of what we're doing so we're run by our default programming and mm. so part of the coaching I do is just to help people bring more awareness, because when you have that observation in the moment, you can interrupt that natural programming and then yes. you can shift into choice. Where, so instead of feeling at the effect of life, you know, who are me? Why is this happening to me? You made me angry, you know, all of that kind of thing, acting like a victim, mm -hmm. you can actually then create space for yourself with an awareness and say okay this is how I am experiencing this emotion yeah that's okay right I have a choice do I want to stay in anger do I want to stay in victimhood or do I want to look at a different perspective and actually be in the control of life because that's the key of uh, sometimes we forget we've got a choice yes yeah, that's true. And I guess when you're working with individuals, it's not a linear process, is it, Christina? It's highly creative mm. uh, working with an individual to gain a deeper understanding of their behaviours and shift the inner blocks or the blind spots mm. that's causing them to feel stuck. And I hadn't realised that the roots um, of coaching really are deeply entrenched in psychotherapy and mm. neuro-linguistic programming, LLP and mm. mentoring, quantum and metaphysics there's all sorts of different areas to it isn't it when you're working with someone so it's not it's not a sort of set kind of package is it if you're drawing from all of these strands of expertise yeah no absolutely Diane and that's what that's why I love coaching so much the fact that every one of my clients is completely unique I meet them exactly where they are and it's not it's never my agenda it's never what I what I want for them I uh, I hold space for my clients essentially and ask them you know what yeah. what is it that you want what is it that you believe you're getting in your own way and what do you want to create because ultimately the the real power it's it's within all of us it's that going back to the childhood it's but we're born with it but yeah. we it's trained out of us so it's almost this process the layers and shedding it's a lot of unlearning I think I've probably over the last five years done more unlearning <laughs> than anything else because yeah. I think uh, there's so many of the beliefs that that are limiting but we never stop to ask ourselves is this belief true is this belief serving me um it's certainly something we're not taught at school so when you let me just ask this um you know we have access now christina to many inspirational youtube videos oh, yeah. don't we you know they encourage us um in all sorts of different wonderful ways and we can just tap onto youtube watch what dr wayne died mm. for an example but why what would you say then to encourage someone to hire a coach instead of buying that book or watching that video what, what is it about coaching that is so dynamic mm and so positive and progressive that you would say, oh, yes, it, it, you know, mm. 
what, what's, what's your thoughts? That's a great, great question, Diane. I think, you know, <clears throat> I myself as a coach, I have a coach. Um, and right. I, I do because I believe in the power of coaching because I experience it. And uh, I mean, yes. I'm an avid YouTube personal development fiend. Like I love, <clears throat> there's nothing more I love than to devour a good TED talk, a good inspirational, yes. you know, yes. I love all of that stuff. And it is incredibly um, insightful, uh, powerful. And, and a lot of my knowledge comes comes from those sources, definitely. But where I guess coaching comes in, it's highly personalized. So it's that one-on-one yes. where somebody is completely holding space for you in a non-judgmental, unconditional, completely objective relationship. Yes. So you're not then, you're not there to give advice. I don't give advice to my clients. I listen on a, on a deeper level. And I see many times that, you know, their words sometimes might not match their body language. And, yeah. you know, I'm not as a coach here to make my clients feel better in, in inverted commas. I'm there to help them get what mm. they want. And sometimes that involves challenging them and holding space to actually go down a harder, more challenging route. But then back to the quote that I mentioned, which is, you know, the treasure they're seeking. It's in that place that they're fearing to go. But the, the key to a coach is that that's your guide. That Look, I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to hold you here. And many times when I help clients on a one-to-one break through um, those kind of inner gremlins, those deeply rooted in our subconscious fear beliefs that, that get triggered all over the place and stop us doing what we want to do, they can mm. be released. But you've got to be willing to do the work. And, you know, with all due respect to you know, the videos and everything that's available to you, that's what you don't get with those. Whereas with the coach, you you have that very trusted, very close, spacious, one-to-one where somebody is guiding you through that process. Um, so the individual <clears throat> is guiding, guiding you essentially and mm. you're listening more that you're more than you're speaking mm. and reflecting yes. back um to them and building a rapport with these yeah it? it's like um, anything yeah. you know i i think interestingly you know obviously I, I speak with a lot of other coaches um and, and people who are in the well-being fields and i think it's really important for people to work with a practitioner that they feel comfortable with um, and that they have a natural yes. connection with, you know, certainly I don't match with everybody. Um, I, I work with people who I resonate with and they resonate with me. Um, and I think that's really, truly important to find because you're not going to feel safe to go to places that are highly vulnerable unless you have that trust. I think as well, <clears throat> what you said about having your own coach, Christina, I think that's really invaluable because when we embark on anything where we're really going deeply into the person's kind of core beliefs, their psyche, if you like, um, we have to have been able to journey there ourselves. And in any of the practices, you know, we really have to um, deeply dive into 
our own sort of mm. inner self, as it were, and to work through those things, work through our mm. inner demons, because we're always essentially growing. Life is about mm. growth, isn't it? And and if things, if we reach a plateau and things feel okay for so long, then we're probably actually dissatisfied or where we're really ready to dive onto the next thing because life is also about growth and and unfolding mm. so what would you say in terms of what to look for for people obviously there's the accreditation key pointers that you should look for if you are considering a life coach I mean can you be specific about that or is it even intuition mm plays a part with Mm, that too. No, and I love what you shared there, Diane, because I absolutely agree with you in the fact that I've done a lot of inner work myself and continue to do that. And everything that I learn, I kind of say, I joke and say, you know, it's I'm my own little guinea pig. Um, And hence why when I do my Tuesday lives on Facebook, that's often me just sharing observation. And often that's part of my own discovery and then I use it as a discussion point because I just know that if I'm experiencing it then chances are other people are too and if I can help guide somebody through that you know navigate through the through the forest of unknown then I will do that right um but I guess to find uh your own coach what I would say I mean I think first and foremost yes it's about connection it's about finding somebody who you do resonate with and who you do connect with I think the other thing to say is that, you know, a coach isn't meant to be just a good friend. They are there to challenge you um, in a loving way. Um, And so I think Mm -hmm. on the accreditation piece, part of that's important because, you know, the programme I did, um, it took just under a year to do all the study. uh, And it was a huge investment, uh, not just financially for me, but in time and, and energy um, and I, yes. I really reach depths of theory, but also the practical application of coaching. So, yes, trust your instinct, but maybe do seek accreditation, too, because it is an unregulated industry. And there are a lot of people who just mm-hmm. rock up and think, oh, well, I've lived a few years. I'm full of advice. Yes. I'm just going to give advice, which, you know, yeah. um, I think the industry will shift and change over time with that. But I think if you want to really get the best, um, you know, partnering and and the best coaching, I would say that, you know, seeking someone with accreditation that they've actually invested in the training and know what they're talking about is super important. Well, it's been really fascinating talking to you, Christina. I knew it would be. And um, as I say, we connected on Facebook. Um, There are no Mm. accidents the uh, the universe always brings what we what we need essentially and um for anyone listening any of our listeners today christine who may like to contact you for more details what's the best way that they can mm. yes yeah, thank you diane no that definitely aren't no accidents there uh, <laughs> everything's meant to be right like energy attracts like energy yeah. <laughs> um so yeah Absolutely. so people can um check my website out at authenticactioncoaching.com um, I'm also on a number of different platforms. So I'm on Facebook at Christina Authentic Action, same handle for Instagram. And I'm also on LinkedIn. And I have uh, my podcast too, which is the Authentic Action podcast. Um, and I would just also add, you know, if people are curious to learn more about energetic mastery and energy leadership, um, there is an assessment that I offer 
uh, with a debrief session that it's extremely powerful to help people understand exactly where they are now and what might be some of the subconscious beliefs that they're carrying. Um, so it's well worth um, a discussion. And I give some free discovery calls to just talk more about that if people are interested. That sounds absolutely wonderful, Christina. Thank you very much for coming on and joining me on today's programme. And I look forward to connecting with you again. Yes, in the me future too. Thanks, soon. Diane. Thank you for joining us today with this wonderful interview with Christina Lord. And do join me next time for another Morning Elixir breakfast show.